Hey guys, and welcome to the first ever episode of Talk Tendo. Boom, 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 boom. My name is Bailey Ardry, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Christian Patierna. Hello, guys. And we are so excited to be bringing you the first ever episode of Talk Tendo. We have been talking about Talk Tendo for a pretty long time now, and to see it all come together is really exciting for both of us. Yes, it is. And specifically why, you might be wondering, why is it exciting for them? And that is because <laughs> ta- uh, no, Nintendo and gaming is pretty much the basis of our friendship. Yeah. Right? I, yeah, I would say that, you know, it all kind of started because Christian and I go to the same university mm-hmm. and we both came in an early arrival program and I was filling up my water bottle and we we really hadn't talked up to this point. I was filling up my water bottle and I had these earthbound stickers on my water bottle. And I was like, hey, bro, I see those earthbound stickers. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. And I was thinking like, this guy knows what earthbound is. And if you don't know, earthbound is a pretty niche game. Not a ton of people know about it. I was like, we're going to be best friends. And since then, I've been kicking his butt in Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> we both found out we had Switches. Mario Kart has become a huge competition between us. But anyways, now we are bringing you a podcast about the thing that we really love, which is Nintendo. So, Christian, what is Talk Tendo? Talk Tendo is a platform for us to be able to bring you Nintendo and other sort of gaming news. Right. So it'll be bi-monthly. And the first podcast of the month will be something like this that you have today listening to right now. The other podcast... Yeah, like a regular Talk Tendo episode. Yeah, regular Talk Tendo episode. And the other thing is something that we would like to call Talk Tendo Selects. Right. So if the first podcast of the month is Talk Tendo, the second podcast of the month will be Talk Tendo Selects. And a Talk Tendo Select is basically our way of being able to talk about whatever we want. We select... The topic, and some of the topics we've been throwing around is like, you know, we want to do one on Cartoon Network, Mm -hmm. Uh, we'd like to do one on maybe the Marvel Universe, like movies and TV shows, uh, just other things that we love besides Nintendo, Uh, so that will be in our Talk Tendo Selects episode, Uh, so we're really excited to bring you content that maybe isn't just Nintendo and gaming related uh, with the Selects. Yeah, and that'll probably be just a little bit more freeform for us to just throw something out there. Right, yeah. A little bit more discussion-based. Yep, and that's just our way of making the podcast more holistic for you guys. To start off here, we wanted to just answer the quintessential question for video gamers, and that is, Christian, what is your favorite video game? Well, it's actually funny that I'm on the podcast, because I don't play video games. (laughs) Yeah, I totally forgot. You actually don't play video games. (laughs) I I don't. I only play Yahtzee, Dominoes, Monopoly. Yeah, you're a big board game guy. Yeah. Sounds pretty boring oh jeez <laughs> did uh, you just say that to me i did yeah Man, board games are life dude well, i mean life speaking of life is that one of the board games you play absolutely not life is hated amongst us board game uh, oh. community-based oh, people geez. why yeah. is that dominoes is a better substitute for the game dom dominoes is a substitute for life yeah think about How? your own life you can substitute it for domino's pizza that is true, actually. <laughs> you can't do that. Okay. Well. All right. Well, well, okay, guys. If I actually had to pick a video game, one of these video games, quote right, unquote, right. I'd probably say Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Why Wind is Waker. that? Mm. Art style. And I love the art style. Many people love it for that Toon Link, iconic Toon Link. Right. And we saw some of the Breath of the Wild influences of the art style. It has a compelling story, simple, and like the other stories just retold, but I just find it so, so charming. And... We're at the sea. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, sailing around in that game is so fun. Yeah. When you see an island in the distance, 
and you're just like, I'm going to go there and see what's there. It's so cool. Like, I love sailing. And not to mention that music. Yeah, oh that my music. gosh, that music. But that, you know what, really? That really brings us to what's your favorite game? My favorite video game of all time has to be Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo. I grew up playing the game with my dad a lot. We would go, we would run upstairs to the attic, which is where we played our video <laughs> games. <laughs> it's not like summer kind of weird. It's where we played our video games and... You know, we played double player Mario and Luigi, Super Mario World. I would say I know, like, everything about that game. I know it, like, the back of my hand. And it is just... The art style is beautiful. It still holds up today. The the music is great. The controls are tight as well. The controls are super tight. And it's very puzzly. Like, it's kind of like a puzzly Mario game because there are, like, secret exits, secret pathways to things on the world map. There are so many different ways to maneuver in the world. Yep. And I just, I love it for that. So yes, definitely Super Mario World is my favorite video game. So with that question out of the way, uh, we've got a great episode for you coming up. Uh, Regularly in Talk Tendo episodes, we're going to cover the news, what has happened in the previous week. So let's just jump right in. What is the big news, Christian? Well, the big news, many of you probably might have heard. We're going to talk about Pokemon right now. Pokemon. Jump in with some Pokemon. Got some leaks here. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Where did these leaks come from? How did this all come about? So these leaks originated a few months back, April 1st, on the website 4chan, a forum website. Mm -hmm. Of course, many people did not take this seriously because it was on 4chan. Yeah, I mean, for one, it's 4chan. And and then also when it came out, right? Yeah, so the... The whole leak came out on April Fool's Day, so a lot of people were just like, oh, this is just an April yeah. Fool's joke. It's just a gag. Turns out, it might not be. And recently, we saw that the domains for Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee were bought by a company that often buys Nintendo's domains for them. Right. So, like, CSC Domain, it's a domain company, and they buy domains, which is a website, by the way, for Nintendo. So, they recently bought or, like, Purchase. Purchase. I, yeah, I, I don't even know if it buys it, but like they claimed yeah. the website for Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. And this kind of put the nail in the coffin for a lot of fans. This seems to be a legit leak. Even though it has not been officially announced by Nintendo, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, it seems to be real. Yeah, and looking back over these past few months, we've actually seen some some teases from the director right yeah uh, we've had some a picture of pikachu and eevee together and you know of course not many people would think about that in the moment pikachu and eevee are both very iconic pokemon yeah i would say that they're both kind of like the mascot almost of right course, pikachu waning in more yeah the the director of pokemon on his twitter page has been posting a lot of these pictures of pikachu and eevee now it kind of makes sense right because these leaks have come out And it looks like he's been teasing this the whole time, and it just adds even more credibility to this leak. Along with the leak came a whole list of of things about the game. Right. And Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee seem to be yellow remakes. But maybe not remakes. Maybe, like, just a revisiting of Gen 1. And I think that's what we're probably going to get in the essence of it being a remake. I hope we're going to see... The starter behind the character, like in yellow, we had Pikachu walking oh, yeah. behind. Yeah, and that's Ash actually was a part of the lead the whole time. Yeah, is that you'll be able to have Eevee or Pikachu walking behind you? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. me too. And I, I, 
especially love that in Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Just having my Pokemon behind yep. me, it felt, it was very charming and felt kind of immersive. Yeah, a little intimate too. Like yeah. you're carrying. It's it brings you back to those Ash Ketchum days of Pikachu being out of his Pokeball all the time. And yeah, I would I would really love to see that for sure. So what do you think about revisiting Kanto? I think it's a good move, especially with Pokemon Go in the recent years kind of bringing back that demographic yeah. of the, the kids that actually grew up in yep. the 90s with Pokemon. So we've seen that kind of bring them back. But also, I think this is a way to try to tie them in, in with the Switch. It, I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's, it's a, a really, good idea. I think it's a conservative move by the Pokemon company. They definitely want to bring in that demographic because we've seen with sun and moon recently it's gotten a little complicated like yeah. we're getting to dimension shifts and it's just gotten kind of weird for some pokemon fans and maybe they've decided to put the game down altogether going back to kanto going back to what we know i think is a great way for them to pull new fans in for some fans though for hardcore fans i would say maybe this is actually not what they wanted to see right. um, i think a lot of fans wanted to see gen 8 uh, which is the next generation of Pokemon, new Pokemon, new starters, new game mechanics. But with Kanto, that wouldn't be the case. Right. It's also dangerous to just hop right into Gen 8, I think, because we've seen what happens when Game 3, when, when excuse me, when Game Freak thinks they need to add in a bunch of Pokemon. And this ultimately, ultimately results in lower quality Pokemon. Right. So I think not only visiting Kanto is a good conservative choice, to bring in that demographic, but it also gives them more time to put more yeah. to put more of their effort into creating a successful and compelling Gen 8. Right. Quality Pokemon designs that they have taken their time on. And I would say they're working on that right now. Yeah. I mean, this is probably just to get their feet wet with the Switch. We're going to see a big Gen 8 game. I don't think we need to worry about that. But yeah, I personally, I'm really excited about revisiting Kanto. So yes. Another part of the leak, though, was that there might, and this is a little bit more controversial, is there might be Pokemon Go integration. What do you think about that? At the moment, I'm going to stay optimistic about it because it's Pokemon and Game Freak hasn't really let me down. It depends how much of the integration there is. I'd like to see it more as a secondary tool, maybe in the terms of the Pokewalker that we saw with HeartGold and yep. SoulSilver, kind of like a leveling up pedometer system or just something off to the side really yeah i don't think that they should require pokemon go integration and i don't think they will i think it'll be like an optional thing that you can opt into but what's interesting about pokemon go is it's a very simplified version of pokemon so does that mean we're going to get a more simplified pokemon for this switch version well hopefully they we don't see a more simplified version yeah. because the issue with uh, X and Y was, it was too easy of a game, and we saw with Sun and Moon that it was too hand-holdy as well, yeah. and I don't want Pokemon to go in that direction. I'd like it to be more balanced. I totally agree. Yeah, I don't want to see a simplified Pokemon. Um, so hopefully the Go integration is optional, and hopefully it doesn't simplify the game. And if it does all of that, I might even try it out, you know? I mean, yeah. if it's good integration, I'm totally down. Yeah. So we'll just have to wait and see. Of course, this is all just rumors at this point, and we're going to have even more in-depth coverage when the game is actually announced. But one last thing about this Pokemon game is there was a picture leaked a few months back, and this picture showed what people 
initially wrote it off because they said, okay, that just looks like Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon. And people said, it's fake. Well, that might not be the case anymore because the picture actually shows a Pokemon trainer riding a Lapras with an Eevee on his head. So this lends a little more credibility to it because this could be Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Yeah, and as well as that, we can see in the bottom right of the image uh, what looks to be a Gyarados tail. Yeah. So that kind of adds more to it as well. Right. And the art, it's a little bit of a fuzzy picture, so we can't really determine if this might be a final of anything for the art style or just what we might be getting. Yeah, it's hard to say for sure, but it does look like they're kind of taking the sun and moon art style and kind of up it, mm -hmm. which also might turn off some people. But let's keep in mind, Pokemon has never been the biggest game in terms of graphics. Yeah. They usually take a pretty simplistic, but yet, you know, still stylistic. It's still charming. It's yeah, it's still, still charming. nice to look at. Yeah. So I don't think we have to worry too much about that. But this picture leak does seem to be maybe more realistic at this point. It might be real. And if it is, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see for the official announcement. I'm definitely interested to see what the future holds for Pokemon. Absolutely, yeah. But that does beg the question, which one are you going to get? Oh, yeah. So this is always fun. I love that there are two versions of Pokemon. Me and my brother usually switch off and... For the past two generations, he's picked, so it's definitely my turn to pick, <laughs> uh, and I am taking Pikachu, because at first I was thinking maybe Eevee, but the Ash Ketchum in me, having a Pikachu potentially walking behind me in-game is just too much to pass up. Do you, you and your brother usually trade? Trade Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I would not, I wouldn't trade my Pikachu if that's well, what yeah. you're getting at. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, what about you? What version are you going to get? I am an adult now with money. Yeah. I'll be getting both. <laughs> nice. I hated as a kid not being able to get both. So I, I would definitely probably be pre-ordering both as soon as they're announced. Awesome. Yeah, I might end up caving and getting <laughs> both too. The next bit of news that we have for you, uh, segueing off of Pokemon, is that the Switch has been hacked. It's a, it's a hardware hack. So, so what does it mean that the Switch has been hacked and how is this dangerous? Well... How was the Switch hacked? There is, on the Switch, where you slide in the Joy-Con, uh, that little section, you're able to take out a piece and use a little plastic jig to mess around with it. Yeah. And what this enables people to do is, once they boot up the Switch, they can put in a little some button codes and get to the startup. People are putting Linux on, on their on Switch. On Switch, yeah. And this also enables them to download emulators and emulate games like GameCube games. With the Dolphin emulator. Right. Yeah. So people, there have been screenshots of and videos of people playing GameCube games on the Switch uh, by hacking it. This is kind of a big deal because GameCube games on the go sounds amazing. It's very tempting. As soon as I saw this, I was like, I might as well hack my Switch. <laughs> yeah. And of course, the, yeah, there, are, there are pros and cons to hacking your Switch, right? Yeah. Like you get the GameCube games potentially if you do it all correctly. You also lose your warranty. Yeah, uh, definitely. Nintendo's not going to work on your Switch if you hack into it. And it's just kind of dangerous, which is a shame because we might not be seeing GameCube games on the Switch from Nintendo, right? Yeah, I mean, this is something I've been looking forward to since the announcement of the Switch, potentially playing the GameCube games I grew up with and loved on my Switch. But in recent news... It has been confirmed by Nintendo that Virtual Console is dead. 
Right, and the Virtual Console was the platform that Nintendo used to allow us to play our retro games on the on the Wii and the Wii U. So you could play nin- original Nintendo games, right. Super Nintendo games, and Nintendo 64 games. Well, Nintendo has announced, yeah, that like you said, that appears to not be coming back. At, at least not under the name of Virtual Console. Yeah, this doesn't mean that retro games on the Switch will not be there. It will just take a different form, but this really depends on the form. And what, and what seems to be taking its place, maybe, is Nintendo Switch Online. Right. So, Nintendo Switch Online was officially announced this week by Nintendo. Nintendo Switch Online is a $20 platform for a year, right? Yeah. There are other prices. To get in the pricing semantics, really, one month... And these are pretty good prices, I gotta say. One month is three ninety nine, three months is seven ninety nine, twelve months is nineteen ninety nine for a single person. But we also see this family membership for twelve months for thirty four ninety nine, and that fits up to seven people. So you already know I've been talking to my friends, trying to see if I can get that family deal going. <laughs> right. Yeah. So what Nintendo Switch Online is basically gonna allow Nintendo to do is give us a better online service to play our games on. So it allows them to update their servers and make them run even faster so that we can get into Mario Kart games faster, especially for the Smash Bros. game coming out soon, uh, all around better internet. But also they have announced Nintendo NES games, uh, the classics, alongside this online program. So what we have confirmed right now for this NES Classic Edition uh, Nintendo has announced that they will be adding Balloon Fight, Dr. Mario, Super Mario Brothers 3, Donkey Kong, Ice Climber, The Legend of Zelda, Mario Brothers, Soccer, Super Mario Brothers, and Tennis as the first launch games for this uh, online cat- catalog with online capability, mind you, so you can play with your friends. But also, they will be adding more to this list on a regular basis. Right. So this begs the question, is this the replacement for the virtual console? It could be, and honestly, uh, taking this kind of like Spotify slash Apple Music esque yeah. approach, where Netflix, you, yeah. yeah, 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 where you pay for the service and you get to use it, uh, you know what? I, I'll, I'll take that, and it it doesn't sound too bad to me. It doesn't turn me off or anything. I I would like that, but I would also like to buy yeah. my game. I wouldn't like this quote unquote leasing the game or yeah. renting it. Really, so I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna. Not a little bit of a disagreement here. Like, I, yeah, I agree with you that I would like to purchase my games. Um, Netflix is great, but I also like to own my own movies. Right. And in the same vein, I would love to just buy A Link to the Past on my Switch and have it, you know? So we'll have to see what this Nintendo Online form takes. If it will be that you get a game a month and then it goes away. That's kind of disappointing to me. Like, I want to be able to purchase those games and have them forever. So we will just have to see. And also, they've only said original Nintendo games. I want to see Super Nintendo. I want to see Nintendo 64. I want to take those I games everywhere. I want to see GameCube games. I want to play yeah. Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> but it's been announced for the 3DS, so what is up with that, Nintendo? I know. Maybe they will announce some way for us to buy the games, and I really hope so. And the last part of the Nintendo Switch Online is cloud backups. Yeah, so we're going to have cloud backups, which is, uh, it's kind of weird how they're having cloud backups 
with the price wall in front of it. Right. I feel like cloud backups should just be something that every Switch owner has. Yeah, so a cloud backup is just like backing up your saves, right? So yeah. if your Nintendo Switch, for some reason, deleted your saves, if you lost them, you could restore those from a cloud backup. Uh, you're going to get that with Nintendo Switch Online, but you're also going to be paying for it, which is kind of weird. Like you said, I think that the cloud backups should be something that every Switch user gets. They have had some backlash from this announcement. Maybe they will decide, okay, this should be something that every user gets, and they'll just roll that out to everybody. Yeah, I mean, it is good to look at this critically and try to analyze it, but also I feel like we can trust Nintendo right now with the direction that they've been going in. So I guess I'm just going to say that I'm going to stay optimistic on what Nintendo has. I'm going to wait for E3, see what they say. Yep, and I am too. So Speaking of E3. E3. Let's go into yeah, it. Yeah, so this is the meat and potatoes. That, that was all the news that we have to cover this week. But the real big topic that we want to cover is, of course, E3. E3 is coming up really soon. So what does Nintendo announce for E3? So what we have is the treehouse. Yeah, I, I think they broke it down into four pillars, right? So yeah, yeah. the first one is the Nintendo video presentation, and they've been doing this every year. It's usually like a 45-minute pre-recorded video where they just announce a whole bunch of games. It's their bread and butter. It's the thing that gets us most excited about E3 is what are they going to announce? What are they going to show us? And all of that happens in their online video presentation. Exactly. And, and then the Treehouse. Right. The Treehouse, we're going to see the games played a little bit. The Nintendo Treehouse is like Nintendo of America developers. Yeah. And they just come in and they play the games that have been announced. Sometimes they even announce games. Yeah. And they do that like all day for like three days straight. So they're going to have that again. I wish I had that job. I know. <laughs> Being on the Nintendo Treehouse would be amazing. And then also the third and fourth pillars are the tournaments. Yes. So they have the Smash Bros. Invitational, and that is is with the pro players. Yeah, they're bringing in pro players to play the brand new Smash Bros. game. So you'll see me there, guys, and you'll also see me at the other one, the Splatoon World Championships. And that's going to be interesting to see. I I can't wait to see how they're going to divvy that up and just have the competition. Yeah, the World Championships, I think, has actually already started. They Yeah, they... You signed up for it, oh, yeah, and you yeah, had to start playing, and then they narrow it down to the top players. So that one's kind of cool because it's open to everybody. Right, and I, I know that I'm in it. Right, <laughs> of course. You're like a Splatoon god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those are the four pillars that Nintendo has announced. The video presentation, Treehouse, the two tournaments. Okay. That is what they've officially announced. But along with the video presentation, they have announced an emphasis on the new Super Smash Bros. game. Right. So that is what we know for Super sure Smash is coming. Bros. So let's get right into our Super Smash Bros. predictions. What characters Super Smash Bros.? Oh my gosh, yeah, I am right. so excited. We are, right, we're going to get Immortal Jack from Resident right, Evil 7. Right. Agumon from Pokemon? Everyone Dude, loves Samurai Agumon Jack, but po- instead, instead of, uh, instead of the sword, he's got a lightsaber. No, 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 we're going to get King the Dog from Earthbound. And then we're going to get... Oh, don't forget about the Red Bull Bull. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, so yeah. He's going to get Mario wings, and Mario's going to jump up and kill everyone with the fireballs. But then we're also going to have racist Hulk Hogan. He's been in the media for years now I mean, being it's racist. just, fans have been dying for that character. And not to mention a Kleenex box. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then uh, Bowser's going to blow his nose, but he's going to be like, achoo, and then all the characters are going to die. But, <laughs> right. oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't forget Aquafina water bottle. Dude, Aquafina water bottle has to be in this time. That, if he is not in, I mean, people are going to freak. People are going to be 
and if people they, won't buy the don't game. Don't even get me started on if they put the Sony in there. I do not. Oh, want to see I'm not buying the game at nope, all. Nope. I'm actually going to buy all the games at GameStop and break them because the, people, right? Fans have been raving for the Aquafina water bottle since bottle water has been and a thing. Aquafina water bottle is a really fast character, but I think it's time to see a slow character. I'm thinking a koala with pistols. A koala with pistols. Oh. That would be dynamic. That would, right. just, that would perfectly balance the game that we have seen, but we also need a character that only only its move are counters. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then, okay, but also though, and then Yoda comes in, right? And and Yoda hands Samurai Jack his lightsaber, but Samurai Jack hands him his sword. So then they like switch, and they're like, "Yo, we're bros." And then he cuts off his head. But no, actually, no. <laughs> Let's take out all the PlayStation characters right. and change the name to something way cooler than uh, Smash. Like, yeah. PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Yeah, like, let's put, okay, Master Chief in there. Oh, like, all the PlayStation characters, right? Master Chief, Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell, uh, GLaDOS. Bailey. Duh, Bailey. Cup, Cuphead, right? Bailey. The Sea of Thieves pirate. What are you but doing? He plays his instruments and Bailey. kills. And then, like, Ezo Adora. Dave for- <laughs> what are you, stop. What? None of those characters are PlayStation. They're not. They're Sega. Smash canceled! At this time, Talktendo is experiencing technical difficulties. We will resume shortly. Hey guys, welcome back. So let's talk about Smash Bros. Yes, let's. Um, is it going to be a port? Yeah, so that's the question on everybody's minds right now. Is this going to be a port of the Wii U version that we saw? And personally, I don't think so. And for anybody Absolutely that not. doesn't know, a port is just a bringing the wii u version over to switch it's what you saw with mario kart 8 it's yeah. you know it's kind of just like adding stuff to the game pointing it over having yeah. a game on that console and yeah so i don't think that this smash brothers game is going to be a port i think that if it was a port they would have said that up front because if the, what they're making it seem like is that it's a new game right and they're debuting it. I mean, it's prob- It's going to be the main thing at their E3 conference. Right. So if it wasn't a new game, I feel like that would deflate it quite a bit. Immensely. Yeah. Like if we come into E3 and they're like, oh yeah, by the way, this is an enhanced port. I feel like people are going to just, <laughs> my heart's going to sink a little bit. Nintendo because, stock would plummet. Yeah. Because everybody, the general consensus right now in the gaming community is that this is a new game. Yes. And... I think it is, and I really hope it is, because they definitely have a lot of potential here. We know Breath of the Wild Link's going to be in it. We saw right. him in the trailer. We know Splatoon characters are going to be in it. So it just makes sense that this is not a port. It will most definitely, for sure, I'm saying that right now, will be a new Smash game. Yeah, I think so too. I agree. And the logo is different. Yeah, guys. I mean, that's. <laughs> I don't need any more confirmation. <laughs> and since this is going to be a new Smash game, what do we want to see in it? Yeah, so there are a lot of things that could return. There's a lot of potential for them to change up the Smash formula. As far as returning things, I really want 8-player Smash again. Uh, maybe even up to 10 or 12. Yeah, I mean, I, that would be pretty cool to see. And hopefully... I just want to see more of that. I hope they bring back Smash Tour personally. I, I like that a lot. I like uh, getting items and whatnot and having, right. getting just building up a portfolio of characters to fight with. And kind of playing off of that, which is more... Smash Tour is more of a single-player mode. Uh, another single-player mode I know a lot of fans really want to see, and I want to see, and I know you want to see it too, is a story mode yes. akin to... Subspace Emissary on Smash Bros. Brawl for the Wii. Just just port the original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those that... 
I want a new one. I want a new one. I'm not going to agree with you on that. I just want space. I just want it. I just want Just play Brawl. I just want that. <laughs> uh, but no, Subspace Emissary, for those of you that don't know, was the single player bit on Brawl where it brings all of the Nintendo char- characters together, interacting together in a yeah. story. And that is just so cool to see. Like, Nintendo has been building up these characters, some of them for 30 plus years, and to see them on the same screen together is like, I, I'm like a little kid in a candy store. Like, it is so exciting. So yeah. I really want to see it. Just having that same formula with the Switch and everything coming up, it would be a dream. Yeah, and and it kind of comes back to the reason why those Wii U reveals were so exciting because it was all of those nintendo characters battling it out in like a cg trailer and it was so cool i want them to take those ideas and just translate it completely into something i can play exactly and it also brings the characters to life more it feels yeah yeah absolutely it's just great yep i definitely want to see that so lastly i think it's important that the online really works this time yeah the Wii U version, it was okay, but it takes a long time to get into a match, and a lot of times it can get really uh, laggy and glitchy, and sometimes I was even kicked out of matches. It takes a long time to get in matches. Overall, it just needs to be overhauled. Yeah, I already have iffy Wi-Fi, so last time I tried to play an online match, every time I went to do a move, it took like four seconds. Really? Yes, it was awful. Yeah. And so hopefully, you know, with what we talked about with the Nintendo Switch online, there's a lot of rumors that maybe these will release side by side. So hopefully they are going to interlink these in a way that's going to make the online for Super Smash Bros. for Switch just such a better experience. And that has me really excited. Something that I want to see in this Smash as well, since we're on the topic of what could be different, is how they introduce the characters. Yeah. I think a good formula would kind of be going back to the roots with Melee and having the actual challenger, new challenger approaching. Okay, yeah. So do you... I agree with you. Do you want to see who the characters are before the game comes out? Because with the Wii U version, they announced all of the characters before the game even was released. Do you want to find it out in-game? No, but I know... I I understand why they do that, right? Like, I'm going to buy the game regardless, but I know... A lot of the selling point is, well, what characters are going to be? Yeah, it, it does definitely creates a lot of hype. I think we can have both, right? Very I good. think they can kind of hint towards like, oh, maybe you'll see somebody from this franchise. But that also kind of gives it away. What I would prefer is not knowing. Just have just knowing the basic set of characters that we're going to see. Yeah. And then them maybe having the kind of like the Overwatch League style where we see players starting to roll in. Yeah, so... Yeah, I definitely wanted to talk about this. Uh, This Smash Bros. game has the potential to be very different. And a lot of people think that because it's coming up so quickly, I mean, Smash for Wii U was three years ago, and these Smash games take a long time to make. People are thinking, uh, myself included, maybe they will launch the game with maybe 20 characters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just like picture this, right? They launch the game. 20 characters thus the main characters right and then every two weeks or every month a new character is revealed and then launched and this is like the overwatch model the league of legends model where new characters are constantly being introduced and i think this has a lot of potential and i think it could create a lot of energy around the game as a whole i would like to see it i think it would stitch the community closer together as well and people would be guessing like oh what's the next character going to be right there might 
this might hint to something else. And really, it's a way to change the formula, as we said earlier, but also just rejuvenate everything with that. Right. And for me personally, I would love to see them... I, I think the Wii U version was great. I love how many characters we have, but it's kind of overwhelming sometimes. Like, 50 characters, I have not played them all, and I've played quite a bit of Smash on Wii U. If they release the game with 20 characters, I could play all of them, yeah. you know? And then every time they release a new character, I get to know that character. I can play that character. It feels a little more bite-sized and manageable. So it's definitely a possibility. Nintendo's never really done something like that. Yeah. Well, Splatoon maybe might be the closest comparison mm, with, that's the true, with the updates constantly. Yeah. And the maps. But... I think they could do this, and I think they can make it really, really great. So we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, and lastly, with this Overwatch League model, do you think we'll see loot boxes? That does kind of beg the question, as well as we saw on Animal Crossing Mobile a loot box type thing in the game. I don't think Nintendo would do that. Yeah. I, I think in Animal Crossing, it makes sense. Yeah. Almost. It's not like... They needed to monetize the game. Yeah. It was free. And and it's not like it's it's dangerous. It's just stuff for the house. You know what I mean? Or it's just like skins and stuff. It's not like stuff that'll improve the game quality or anything in that matter. So I think that approach for Animal Crossing was not dangerous. But in Smash, that would be dangerous. But in the past, Nintendo has proven to be consumer-friendly, family-friendly. They know a lot of younger kids play their games. Right. And I don't think they would go down that route, especially considering all the controversy lately. Yeah, I I think they're going to avoid it. We could see, but we'll just have to wait and see. I think we need to jump right into our character predictions, too. So specifically, what Nintendo characters do you want to see this time around? I think we're going to see the new Fire Emblem character, because that new game's definitely coming out. I just got to say it. Yeah. And we usually see the new Fire Emblem character. I think they did a good job of Corn and Robin. But I think they're going to take those out and put in the new ones. Yeah, Corn and Robin were the characters from the Fire Emblem game at the time. Mm-hmm. It makes so much sense that they would do the same thing with this upcoming Fire Emblem game for Switch. I totally agree with you. And in that same vein, I think that we will see a new Pokemon character too. Yes, same here. And I, because of the rumors now that we know that it's probably going to be Kanto... I think that they're going to stick with the Sun and Moon Pokemon, and I think it's going to be Decidueye. That is my prediction. Same here. I had the... It's funny. I had the same Pokemon. <laughs> but I think that because they... I think they need to represent the new generation, and Decidueye would be perfect yeah. for that. And for those of you who don't know who the Pokemon Decidueye, it's the grass starter, full evolution. It's uh, Decidueye. You can check out Decidueye in Pokemon Tournament, which yeah. is sweet. Yeah, it's the owl Pokemon with the bow and arrow yeah he's super cool and yeah he's in pokin so if they've already put him in pokin he's already in a fighting game at the same time i think they will pull greninja i think greninja had his time on the wii u and it's time for a new pokemon final evolution to come in yeah they might also take out lucario but i don't know about that lucario's been in for a while so that would maybe surprise me i think that charizard has more of a chance to be pulled you think so We'll just have to wait and see. I can see them doing either way. They might leave Charizard and Lucario in and just add Decidueye. That's true. The thing that I will say for sure is I'm pretty sure they're going to pull Greninja. That as well, though, I want to go back to my earlier statement about Breath of the Wild Link being confirmed. Another thing that I want to think about is, will they have Breath of the Wild Zelda? But does that mean this is a new leaf, a new generation in Nintendo? 
and then smash for Zelda. Yeah, for Zelda, where we get rid of the old and we replace them with the new. I like the new. Yeah, I definitely think that it will be. We've seen, yeah, as you said, Breath of the Wild Link was confirmed. I'm super excited to see yes. maybe a new move set for Link. Yes. What long overdue? Uh, and same for Zelda. I think it's going to be really cool to see Breath of the Wild Zelda. But yeah, that what? begs the question. Ganondorf. Ganondorf. Is he going to be a Breath of the Wild version? Because as those of you who have played Breath of the Wild, how is Calamity Ganon going to fit on the stage? Right. So they might have... I could theorize here all day, but I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. Yep, we'll just have to wait and see. It will definitely be interesting to see what they do with Ganondorf and also Sheik. I mean, will Sheik come back? Because Sheik... I mean, Sheikas are in... Breath of the Wild, but, yeah, but Sheik herself was Zelda in Ocarina of Time. Yeah, and Sorry, they're trying sword. to. Yeah, <laughs> if you haven't played Ocarina, Ocarina of, Time. of Time, you need to get on that. But they are trying to turn over this new leaf for Zelda potentially, so we might not see Sheik. But mm. I think that we are finally going to see Waluigi yes, in this Smash. Is long overdue. Long overdue. Waluigi needs to be in Smash. So much. Waluigi has such a cold following now. He especially does. Especially on the internet. He's kind of a meme. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like Nintendo knows that he's a meme, and they could just capitalize they on that. They could just meme the heck out of oh, his Oh, yeah. Character. If they announce Waluigi for Smash, the internet will blow up. We've seen it before, and <laughs> it's just going to create so much hype around the game uh, because Waluigi's been very underrepresented in, in, I mean, lots of games, but... Of you, course, in Smash. We only usually see him in the party games and yeah. the sport games. He doesn't even have his own game. I know. So And Wario hasn't had his own game in a long time. Yeah. We only have the WarioWare. But it is criminal. Other than that, I hope they bring back Ice Climbers. I know they took him out in the Wii U yep. version because of hardware limitations, but I think it's time to add them back in. I totally agree. Yeah, the Ice Climbers didn't come to the Wii U and 3DS version, which was a big letdown for some people, but... The Switch is a brand new system. It is totally capable of running two yeah. ice climbers. So I think we'll see them. Yeah. I think that Nintendo knows that fans were disappointed and they're going to bring them back. I, I think we'll see them too. I think that Nintendo's had a lot of new IPs recently, actually. Mm-hmm. Splatoon has already been officially announced. Super excited for that. But I think akin to Splatoon, we will see ARMS characters. Yes, appear in this sense. new Smash Bros. character, or in this new Smash Bros. <laughs> it just makes a lot of sense. They're already fighting characters. Yeah. Their spring arms could be used as maybe long range. Right. They could be more of a long range character. Maybe like, I'm seeing Little Mac, but with springy arms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, very ground-based character, but long range arms. I think it's just, they gotta do it. They yeah. gotta promote that IP a little more and putting a character in Smash is the perfect way for them to do that. So other than Nintendo characters, what third-party game characters do you have? What might we see? Yeah, so this is really interesting. Nintendo always brings in characters from other series besides Nintendo. I think that we're going to see maybe the knight from Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Dark Souls was a big announcement for them on Switch. So we might see that. We already have the Amiibo as well. Right. Uh, for me, I think we're going to see Crash. Yeah, that would be super interesting. Platforming legend, Crash Bandicoot, for all of you that... I, I can't imagine anyone not knowing Crash, but it makes sense since Crash and uh, the trilogy, the Insanity trilogy is coming. And also, I think we might see Banjo. Banjo, Banjo-Kazooie. Ban- Banjo-Kazooie. Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, has even tweeted before that he would love to see Banjo-Kazooie yep. on 
Both of those characters would be amazing. And not Banjo, but Crash would be so weird to see fighting Nintendo characters because for a long time, Crash has been the PlayStation mascot. They were, I mean, back in the early 2000s. It would be so funny to see him in Smash. I would love that. Mario, Pac-Man, Sonic, Crash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mega Man. I think that we might see Sora from Kingdom Hearts, which is really exciting. I think that might be my number one hope for a third-party character because I could see the moveset. Like, it just screams Smash Brothers to me. So hopefully we see Sora and we'll just have to wait and see. And it's definitely possible considering we had Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII as DLC on Smash 4, which kind of told Smash fans anything's possible. Yeah. So I'm not going to say Sora's not possible because he is. Definitely possible. But also I think they're going to expand the Xenoblade universe. We already have Shulk. Yeah, I I wonder if they're going to pull Shulk and put Rex, I think is the character from Mm. Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, I wonder if they're going to replace Shulk with Rex or if they'll have them side by side. I think it would be good to have them side by side. Personally, I want to see Shulk <laughs> out of Smash. I, uh, Shulk just gets on my nerves, uh, but that's a discussion for another day. Right. Uh, lastly, for me, I think we might see Steve from Minecraft. Uh, Minecraft is such a big franchise. I think that would pull a lot of a younger audience into Smash, which, of course, Nintendo is always trying to bring new audiences to their games. I think Steve would be a perfect way of doing that. And indie games. Yes. Indie games have been barreling onto the scene. Do you think we're going to see indie characters in this new Smash Bros. game? I think now is the time to start adding them in. And one that personally I want to see is Shovel Knight. Yes. So I wonder if they're going to bring them in. There is a game that is being developed by Nicholas Blade Strangers. And it's bringing a whole bunch of indie characters together to fight. So I wonder if maybe that is the platform for indie characters. I personally would love to see an indie character represented in Super Smash Bros. for Switch. I think it should be Shovel Knight 2, but we'll just have to wait and see if Nintendo if Nintendo takes them up on that. I mean, indie indie games are smaller and they're more niche, yeah. but I would I would love to see it represented. Another indie char- character that I would love to see, actually two of them. Sans and Papyrus from Undertale. I actually had a dream about them being in Smash. Um <laughs> So I would love to see them in Smash, uh, maybe as a duo character, kind of like... Um, I could see that working. Like, like Ice Climbers, yeah. So we'll just have to wait and see if indie support is given to Smash. And, of course, this is all just predictions. We will find out officially from Nintendo what we're weeks. getting in a few weeks. So that is what we know is coming to E3, Smash Bros. They are Nintendo is saying heavily we are going to be talking about Smash Bros., Let's get into what we don't know. Let's get into our E3 predictions for the video presentation. Yeah, so I think we're going to see Doom 2. Right. And my reasoning for that is uh, id, a developer from id recently said that this year, a game that recently got a remake is going to get a sequel. And it only makes sense that it's Doom. Yeah, and I think that they will announce Doom 2 day and date for the Nintendo Switch hardware I think that it needs to be. They need to release it on the same day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would buy it on Switch for sure if they release it on the same Doom day. Doom is amazing. Yeah. And and they set Doom up. No spoilers. But the ending <laughs> of Doom totally sets up for Doom 2. So I, I, I totally agree. We, we might see that at E3. And maybe even in the Nintendo video presentation. Because Doom was one of the first big 
third-party games to come to Switch. So that is true. And in uh, in light of Bethesda, while we're on yeah, the while we're on the topic of same topic, I'm excited parties. to see Bethesda to hopefully announce their new IP. I want to see more about this. It's only just been speculation recently. But as far as I know, it's going to be a space-related RPG game. Yeah, and this is Bethesda Game Studios, the same the same company that brought you Skyrim, Fallout 4. Now they are supposedly working on, like you said, a space um, Bethesda game, which just sounds amazing to me, apparently under the name Starfield. Yeah. It sounds Bethesda. It sounds great. I, I'm just stoked to see what they are bringing to the table with a, a potential space game. Uh, any more third-party predictions i think that we might see borderlands 3 maybe even on switch yeah i think uh it might be possible to see borderlands 3 but i know they might have been working on it for quite some time so who knows if we're gonna get the same day as yeah that's true it might be a port later on for the nintendo switch any last third parties before we hit the nintendos uh that's all i got over here all right so let's get right into the nintendo our nintendo predictions um so i think that we are going to see animal Animal crossing Crossing. (laughs) for the nintendo switch um yeah it just makes so much sense that nintendo would finally bring this series over to the switch there are there are a couple things that kind of lead me to this well we saw the mobile game right and uh they had the mario mobile game yep uh then a few months later they announced mario odyssey yep and now as around Thanksgiving time, they released the Animal Crossing game. Yeah. So I think that... It... Also not to mention, uh, the Fire Emblem game right. preceded the Fire Emblem announcement. So Nintendo seems to be having this trend where they have their mobile games, and then they have the announcements for the new games. So that's why I think... That's one of the reasons why I think we might yeah. see Animal Crossing at this year's E3. So this can be... This can work in both ways as well. As you could see, it's either an ingenious uh, marketing tactic to kind of... Almost like a in-depth survey. Like, yeah. Like are people downloading of, this game? Are people enjoying it? Yeah. Getting right, so this game's worth the name out. out there. Getting Animal Crossing out there. And then, okay, now we're going to announce the real game. Maybe that will pull people into buying a Switch. I think it's definitely possible. Animal Crossing is a huge system seller. Another reason, just really quick, that I think Animal Crossing might be there is because the websites have recently been updated with placeholder videos uh, that are just Breath of the Wild videos, but that makes a lot of people think that those placeholders will be replaced by the new announcement videos. Uh, So we might see it because of that. And also, it's been six years since we saw an Animal Crossing game. So... And they're traditionally launched in November. I think we're going to see Animal Crossing. Right. On to you. What is your Nintendo prediction? I think we're going to see some Metro Prime 4. Okay. Uh, We, in the Direct uh, a few months back, we saw... This was E3, actually, right? It was E3 last year. Yeah, E3 last year. My my bad, guys. Uh, We just saw a logo. (laughs) Yeah, they (laughs) put up the logo of Metro Prime 4... Even though it was a logo, that was enough to set the internet ablaze, and people freaked. Yeah. They could take a gap year like they did with Zelda a few years back, but I think we deserve to see a little more. I think we Just des- a little more. I think we deserve to see a little more. I am going to disagree with you, though. I think that we are not going to see Metroid Prime 4, and I think it is going to take the gap year that Zelda took, mainly because I don't think they're that far into development yet. Uh, So maybe they're going to wait until they can show us a lot of the game. Mm -hmm. But 
I will say that I do think we're going to get something Metroid at the presentation, and I think it's going to be a Metroid Prime trilogy remastered. Do you think that'll be on one? Do you think it'll be? Do you think they'll set it up like how they had uh, Bayonetta one and two coming to the Switch? I think that it'll be all in one. Okay. Um, I think that it'll be the full trilogy remastered for Switch, and I think the reason that they'll announce this is to create the hype for Metroid Prime 4, and also to give players that didn't play the Metroid Prime games, actually like myself, I only played... Same here. I played Metroid Prime, not all of it. I actually never beat Metroid Prime. I think it'll give people like us the chance to play Metroid Prime before the fourth installment. I think that they will announce that instead. That way, they're, that way also we're still getting our Metroid fix without necessarily seeing four. But that's just my prediction. Regardless, I do hope we see that Metroid Trilogy remastered. Yeah, I hope that we see Metroid in some form at E3, and I think we will. Uh, another one of mine is I think that we're going to see Super Mario Odyssey DLC. Yeah, uh, it's just like how they had with Breath of the Wild. Uh, the, they might do a seasonal thing, Yeah, uh, some new places to go. like. Uh, yeah, new worlds for sure. Yeah, They might have a Luigi's Mansion one. Yeah, so this has actually been rumored um, that they might be developing a Luigi's Mansion uh, level for for Mario. And this is pretty interesting considering that there wasn't a mansion level. Yeah, for those of you hardcore Mario players, we all know there's usually a mansion level with ghosts, with booze. Yeah, the booze. And that just wasn't here in Odyssey. Right. And the seasonal thing is, you know, maybe we might have a thanksgiving world maybe we'll have a christmas world and that way they can like layer them and release them like maybe once a month i think that this will happen i will say though it's not necessarily what i want to see i would rather see them work on odyssey 2 yeah but you know they just released mario odyssey 2 or the first mario odyssey right uh i don't think that we'll see an announcement for odyssey 2 i would just rather see them working on it yeah i think they might end up doing what they do with galaxy galaxy one updates galaxy two which was phenomenal right yeah like they took the galaxy formula and just made it more hardcore uh more tight and yeah so personally that's what i want to see i want to see an odyssey 2 that kind of does that same thing any more nintendo predictions from your end nope well i have one more actually and this one's a given we are going to see fire emblem for the switch oh yes for sure, they've already announced this game. Did they announce it last year at E3? They might have. Yeah, it was last year at E3 or maybe a direct following it. But yeah, either way, they've announced Fire Emblem for Switch for this year. Pretty much lock it in, 100% confirmation we're going to see Fire Emblem. So, Do you think we're going to see a new Pikmin? I think no. So no. this is interesting. I would love to see a new Pikmin. But... I would too. Uh, for those of you who have not played Pikmin... Pick it up on the Wii U. Pikmin 3 was great. Yeah, great game. It's an um, original of Shigeru Miyamoto. Yep. And Pikmin 3, well, with the Pikmin franchise, Shigeru Miyamoto actually said that Pikmin 4 was done and it was ready to be released. Mm-hmm. But then Hey Pikmin was announced and released. So a lot of people thought, okay, maybe they were talking about Hey Pikmin, not a traditional Pikmin 4. Uh, hey Pikmin was a game on Nintendo 3DS. Uh, 2D side-scrolling game. I don't think we'll see it, but I would love to see it, yeah. There is one studio, though, that we have not talked about yet, and that's Retro Studios. 
Yes, what are they we have working not talked on? About retro. Well, actually, they're working on Cranky Kong DLC. Oh right, yes, <laughs> DLC for uh, Tropical Freeze, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that one donkey. Guys, Kong don't game. worry. Uh, seen as retro takes really long to come out with games. Oh, yeah. Don't worry, it's just DLC. It's totally DLC. Um, and I think this is what I want to see. You know? And actually, the rumors about Star Fox, it's Star Fox Cranky Kong DLC. So yeah. Fox comes down on the Landmaster right, and just right. runs over uh, King Cake Rule. Yep, this, but this kills is, him. Yeah, kills him instantly. But it's actually his dad you find out. So this is Cranky Kong backstory. And we find out who oh, Donkey Kong's mom yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, 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 actually, yeah. So Cranky we're all really excited for that. No, no, it's Donkey Kong's mom. Oh, Donkey Kong's mom. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, who do you think it's going to be? I think it's definitely going to be Pauline's mom. Pauline's mom? Yeah. So Pauline and Donkey Kong are related. Yeah, and that's going to be you really You heard it here, folks. This is... I'm walking it down. In. It's 100% confirmed. 100% confirmed, yeah. But, serious. <laughs> but on, on a more serious <laughs> note, uh, Retro Studios, just real quick here. Uh, I know we are reaching uh, our hour limit yeah. here. But Retro Studios is the studios that brought us the Metroid Prime trilogy... They brought us one of the best platformers of all time, Donkey Kong Country Returns and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. They are a super talented um, studios under really that talented. Nintendo has, and they're based out of Texas. For four or five years now, they have been working on a game, and I feel like every time there's a Direct, every time there's an E3, I'm just thinking, what is Retro working on? What are they going to show? Are we finally going to see it? I think this is the year. Yeah, speculation has shown it might be a Star Fox spinoff game. Right. But and that, yeah, a recent leak showed, what was it called? Uh, Star Fox Grand Prix. Yes. So a Star so, Fox racing game. A Star Fox sort. racing game, yeah. The, the interesting thing with this is they've been working on a game for four or five years. It seems like Star Fox racing is a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. Like I don't think it will be. You don't think though. it will be? Okay. No, I don't think it will. I think it has... A decent chance just because the leak they showed a logo of you know anybody could have made that yeah. logo we'll just have to wait and see but were rumors that maybe retro studios was working on another game and then it got canceled um and then they were put on this star fox uh project yeah so but, but yeah. also with that i feel like they wouldn't say oh it's been four years they might have came out and said this game we've been working on has only been a year and a half Two and a half years. Yeah, they might say that. And maybe they're working on two games. Either way, what I want to see from Retro Studios is a new IP. They are such a talented studio that I want to see them, you know, the chain's taken off. Just run wild. Do your thing. Make a new creative IP from the ground up. I think Retro Studios deserves it. They've proved themselves. And that's what I want to see. Yeah, and... Pick up that new Donkey Kong game, guys. It's not new. It's been yeah. ported. But yeah, the port definitely on pick Switch. It up. I am definitely going to be picking it up really soon. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze is one of the best platformers ever made. So, yeah, pick it up if you have a Switch. Uh, you're definitely missing out if you don't have that one. And I believe that's all the time we have today. Yeah, I think it is. So, so thank you guys for joining us. Hopefully you enjoyed. And we're really excited to start doing this. Talk Tendo is... It's going to keep coming. Yeah, it's going to keep coming. Definitely stay tuned. Two weeks, we should have our first Talk Tindo Select episode. So be on the lookout for that. And also just a quick shout out and to, a thank you to, to Connor. Connor. He made our intro 
that you heard before the podcast began and you're thank actually you, Connor. yeah thank you so much you're actually going to hear it right here as an outro as well again thank you so much connor for making that for us and we'll be seeing you guys so goodbye all my talk 10 dudes and talk 10 dudettes <laughs> nice <laughs>